Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here recording episode 49. And today our topic is what other countries and cultures can learn from the United States. We did an earlier episode about what uh, the United States could learn about other countries. And we thought it would be fitting to cover some of the great things about the United States that other countries might be able to adapt to make their lives better uh, and uh, just to have a uh, good time. So we are here uh, talking about this, and uh, I'm looking forward to introducing my amazing co-host, my buddy Jared. What's going on, Jared? Hello there, everyone. One thing us two Americans here on the Untranslatable Podcast do better than anyone else is entertain and talk about language, culture, travel. Um, so, you know, first off, for, for the rest of the world, get on our level. <laughs> <laughs> First, get on our level on Twitter, Untranslatable1, the number one. Or you can follow us on Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast. Or you can email us, the Untranslatable, uh, excuse me, email us, untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. No, the. I almost said that. Don't put that in there. <laughs> tell us, uh, <laughs> tell us uh, your untranslatables. Um, give us a song of the pod recommendation. Um, you know, tell us some crazy travel story. That we might find entertaining. Or uh, for Chad's sake, heartwarming, I guess. We could do that too. That's 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 true. I do love <laughs> I do love all things wholesome, heartwarming, and cheesy. That's Chad will sure. read that one though. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that is too true. <clears throat> so what's been going on, buddy? How's life been treating you? Um, life has been treating me well. You know, it's my work weeks are always this just routines, the same old, same old. Uh, I went to Peony yesterday. I told her that I can only handle so many songs. <laughs> oh, nice. Good <laughs> and I call. I like a man. And she said, oh, that's okay. <laughs> nice. And so it first started, and it's so funny, too, because I said that. And she's like, all right, well, then let's focus on these three songs. I was like, okay. And she's like, oh, I forgot about this song. What about this one as well? Oh, and I no. was like, all right. And I was like, all right, well, see, now this is now we're just going, now we're just going back. It, it was just, uh, but other than that, Which... oh. Excuse me? Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, well, I was going to change the subject, but I was going to say, and her uh, church is having their uh, laser light show this weekend. It's not a laser light show. I'm kidding. But they're having like their uh, Christmas sh- show slash light show this weekend. And apparently my 68-year-old piano teacher is dressing up in a minion costume. <laughs> I didn't realize it was Halloween 2.0 <laughs> well, for they, Christmas. They, I, I, they have like characters for kids to take pictures with as well, apparently. And she volunteered. Okay. I'm going to see it. You're going to see a passed out minion. It's like, it's, it's like, man, it's so cold outside, but it's so hot in this suit. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, man, that's I great. Didn't, they didn't mention that there wasn't proper ventilation in these things. That is it's going to be cold and slippery. Yeah, you got to be but, careful out so there. She She's really pushing hard for me to go to this thing. It just She's pushing hard for people to go to this thing. Because she also tutors this kid, and her dad was picking her up as I was doing my piano lesson. And... um. She was telling the dad, like, they were leaving as I was starting my piano lesson, and she was, like, yelling at them out the door, don't forget, Friday's the uh, laser light show. (laughs) As he's stepping out the door, she's like, you're going to have to park at blah, blah, blah high school because they're going to have to shuttle you there. And uh, and he's, like, almost out the door, and he's like, oh, he's like, okay, okay, yeah, no, I got, okay, okay. Uh, Oh, oh, um, it's free to get in, but treats and other... uh, 
and other goodies are you'll have to pay for once you're there. And she like he's like, oh, oh, oh okay, no, we, all right. <laughs> and I was like, and then, oh, I, and then she gave me that essentially the same spiel as I was leaving too. And I was like, Ugh. and I told her I was like, I can't go on Friday, but I, I might be able to make it on Sunday. And honestly, on Saturday, and honestly, I could go on Friday. I just, I just had to get out. I just, I just like, I, it's just too much pressure. It's like you, she's out in the suburbs. Like I live in I live in Philadelphia. It's like oh, I gotta drive thirty minutes just to look at some lights. And I'm trying to figure out now. This is awful, but I'm trying to figure out if I can lie about this thing. But it's gonna be hard because she seems to be very well informed. I gotta tell you though, my dude, that might be some great um, video material for the grand. Final go. <laughs> <laughs> also, I, I got to I I tell that. you, your your mic the game content. was on point there. Your mic game was on point oh, when you were doing you. the yelling. That was great. I felt like I was watching a stand-up comedian, like properly, like using a mic. So that was that was solid. But, um, but hey, you know game. what? Though good good for her though for trying to get her hustle on and yeah, uh, promote oh, those events. I should we should hire her to promote this podcast. She, she, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. If we promoted half as hard as she did, we'd probably have you know a ton of followers by this point. But we do it for the love of it, and that's uh, all that matters, you know. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. But she's doing it for the love of it too, and she's not even like it's not even. I mean, she's just I don't know. She's just proud of her church, I guess. And it, it it's gonna be like. I, at least the good news is one I can just walk around by myself because it's the, the chances of me running into her are pretty slim and um, so I'll be able to walk around on my own which is nice and um, I mean it's an impressive light it's an impressive show from what I've heard like I, I'm, it's not gonna, it's not like I'm gonna it's gonna I'm gonna be bored right it, it is a, clearly an impressive show so I, I won't be a, it won't be a complete waste so I'll go fine I'll go there you go. Nice. I look forward to hearing about it. Actually, speaking of light shows, I had to, uh, uh, well, I didn't have to, but I, I had a, an English lesson for the teachers today. And uh, because we're getting closer to Christmas time, we talked about Christmas in the United States. I showed them a video of a light show um, of this house. And uh, it just so happened that a lot of the vocabulary words we were learning popped up in the light show. Like I taught them the word stocking and an ornament and all these other Christmas words. Right. And they were all popping up in this really cool light show. So it was kind of, it just happened by by chance because I got the PowerPoint from a friend of mine and kind of altered it for my class. But it was uh, it was really fun and I could tell the look on the teacher's faces when they, uh, when they realized our topic was Christmas today. So they enjoyed it. <laughs> when I was a kid, um, we, had, um, we had a neighbor that had, uh, I guess you'd call it a light show. In his front yard, that was um, that was uh, what do you call it when it's like coordinated with, but it's like synchronized. Up. Yes, it was synchronized with an all Christmas radio station. So nice. they had a sign out out front that said "Turn to one hundred two point five, and it would be just like almost kind of class, like you know, classical Christmas music. Um, and their lights would sync up with the music. How 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 do you even do that? That's amazing. I think all you, I think it might be easier than one would think because there are light systems that automatically based off of the sound can you know have those light shows happen. So they probably just have it set to the radio station from their from their thing. And mm -hmm. then so um when you see it it's just that would be my guess. 
I okay. literally never thought about it until you ju- until just now. So <laughs> that was just me you're trying probably to... right though. Makes sense. Yeah, because there, there are like those. It's not like someone's. It's not like someone's in their living room, like f- controlling lights from a computer. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a full time job. You got to hire a side man just to work yeah, your like Christmas full, lights. Full light and sound room. And you're, uh, and you're like, this is a full like uh, Timmy and uh, and little Sam- and little Samantha have to sleep on the sofa because I've had to turn their rooms into production studios <laughs> for the holidays. Right, that's like the Griswolds like on steroids right there. Oh man, that's great. But it, the, I would say uh, an early something that I don't know it's, if it's necessarily better, but I think Americans definitely take Christmas lights to a whole nother level. I would agree. People put up Christmas lights all over the place. You can see Christmas lights at people's houses in in Europe, and you know that's what I I don't know other countries or continents, but I know you know pretty normally. But I don't think you'll see the level of production um, that you'll see in America with with the full on like the full on reindeer set with the sleigh all lighted up. Right. And then <laughs> like some sort of SpongeBob inflatable with like a, a Santa hat on. It's just like it, people take it to ridiculous levels. Oh, it's on another level. Like I've seen Christmas lights here, but I would agree with you. It's nowhere close to the level that we have in the States. But people, I feel like also have a lot more space. You know, where That's I true. live, I see apartments. I don't see individual right. houses. Um, yeah, you don't, they I, don't have a, most people don't have just empty space in, in basements in, in, in unfinished basements to fill with uh, junk or like garages right. to fill with junk. Exactly. And I feel like Americans, a lot of times we can be hoarders because we have all that extra space. Probably. It's, it's, it, it might be a curse. I mean, people, there are many people that, um, that claim minimalism is the, is, is the way to live life. And it's hard to be a minimalist and live in a big house. <laughs> right. Oh, for sure. I don't think you can be. I think those are like is being a minimalist and living in a, in a big house is like an oxymoron. You know? Yeah. I mean, you, it, could, it could be like a big empty house. Yeah, but what's the point? Yeah, like, I guess that's true. Why, why, you have a lot of kids? Would, I don't know. <laughs> maybe. You better have a lot of kids <laughs> to fill up that house. I don't know. But yeah, it's hard to say. I, I also wanted to tell you, so speaking of Christmas... Um, I finally walked around the Christmas market here in um, oh, Komotov, yeah. and uh, it's it's solid. There's uh, it's all right on the main square, which is really nice. It's by the tower and the church. It's really beautiful, and the Christmas light is up. And they also have every time I've even walked by the square, I can hear Christmas music coming out of this like one speaker, um, and it's mostly Czech. So I've been learning some Czech Christmas carols. So that's always solid. Are, are they your traditional Christmas songs? sang in Czech or are they Czech Christmas songs? I think it's a mixture of both. Okay. Um, because like they have a song, um, Ticha Noc, which is Silent Night. That was going to be my guess. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so they have that one, but then they have other ones um, like, um, oh, what's the name of it? Vesele Vanoce. Um, I think that might just be what it's called. And that just means Merry Christmas in Czech, but it's like a specific Czech traditional Christmas carol. And that was playing earlier today. But what was interesting is I walked by it. I was hoping they'd have some good food, some tasty yidlo for all of our Czech speakers out there. <laughs> you, sound uh, like a, you sound like some like dude from Orange County. 
Get some Yeedlow, bro. <laughs> but, uh, but, some but, tasty yeah, so, Yeedlow. But unfortunately, they only had um, these special kind of potato chips they have here. And then uh, Turdelnik, which How's, we've talked about. That's right. the chimney cake. How special are these potato chips? Well, they're so they're like potato chips, and they're served on. It looks almost like a like a um, a cup. Is kebab the right term? When they ha- when you have the meat on the skewer. Yeah. So it's like potato chips on a skewer. Okay. So it's kind of kind of interesting, <laughs> but uh, but they do have. And tomorrow when I go. I'm going to go back to the Christmas market, and uh, I'm going to get some Svachak. Do you remember what that is by chance? Is it an alcohol of some sort? Yes, sir. You better believe it is. I don't remember what it is. It sounds like it's, some sort of liquor. It's it's mold wine. It's just it's okay. the Czech word oh. for glue vine. Okay. okay, okay. Uh-huh. Um, did you find any like uh, potential knickknacks or gifts to uh, get for uh, people? They had ornaments and stuff, but I'm going to go visit a buggy of mine in a, in a bigger city this weekend. In, mm-hmm. uh, it's called Hradec Kralove. And he was telling me they have some good Christmas markets with some solid knickknacks. And as you know, <laughs> my mom loves knickknacks. So I got to get me some Your knickknacks. Your house is filled with knickknacks. That's the problem is I feel like when you have a family member who likes knickknacks, it's kind of like me with guitars. You can always get another guitar. You can always buy more knickknacks. Yeah, but knickknacks are cheaper than guitars also. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I feel like you love guitar, or at least for me, I love a guitar more than my mom probably loves knickknacks, but who am I to judge? Well, yeah, but I think I think part of that is just the inherent value of a guitar worth the inherent value of a knickknack. If, if, if a knickknack is knackered, then um, <laughs> if, it, if it's completely knacked, <laughs> if a knickknack has been knackered past knack, then uh, <laughs> then it's not that big of a loss. It's like there are more knickknacks out there. If right. uh, if like I I could repl- you know maybe it's hard to find the knickknack, but it's like yeah, but this knickknack also only cost me fifteen dollars. Right. But no guitar has cost you fifteen dollars. That or at least, and if so, you probably don't care that much about it. If it does, I haven't found one for fifteen dollars. But there you go. I was I was talking to my students about you the have to guy do some who... weird stuff on Craigslist to get a guitar for fifteen dollars. <laughs> just gonna say, <laughs> well, there's a there's a guy. Uh, you've heard about the story of the guy who traded a red paperclip and got a house, right? Uh, no, I, I I've heard one of I heard something similar though. Someone started with I don't know what they started with, but it was something like that. And got a um, got a Porsche Boxster. I mean, it's like oh, nice. a twenty thousand dollar car, but you know, still, he he started with something that was cheap like that. Exactly. So I'm trying to figure out what I can trade here in the Czech Republic and get me <laughs> build my way up to a, to a nice guitar. What they don't mention is all the non monetary uh, effort that ha- that went into uh, making <laughs> getting That's to true. that house. That's true. It's like, yeah, I didn't wrong. have to. I it, trading uh, was only part of it. <clears throat> yeah that's for sure well jared i think uh we should head into the shout outs what do you think my dude uh i think so i think so um can i can i start i i have one absolutely that is, um, absolutely i have one that i would say is perfect for this episode it is the perfect representation of um <laughs> of of a, of a american in 2018 uh do you know who uh Ryan of Ryan Toys Reviewer Review is? Mm-mm. Well, Ryan of Ryan Toys Review. Ryan is a uh, YouTuber. 
And he, for, tw- for with over the past year, is the highest earning YouTuber. Isn't he like six or seven up. years old? I didn't look him up, oh, but isn't not, he like okay, six yeah. or seven years oh, old? Oh, yeah, that was going to be the big reveal. He's eight. <laughs> oh, what? He's eight. Okay, well, okay, well, okay, that was going to be the big reveal, but I haven't said... I, I want you to guess how many subscribers he has. I mean, We're going to go through a couple stats of his. Okay. Um, I mean, he's got to have over over a million subscribers. Yeah, of course. Two million. Uh, Yeah. Two million, really? No, no, I'm saying, yeah, more than that. <laughs> Three million. All right, at this rate, we're going to be going for a while, Chad. You're going to have to make some bigger leaps than that. 20 million. That, we're going to, 17 million plus. So, Ooh. damn near 18 million. How um, many people are there on the planet Earth? That's like over. Well, it's funny that you asked that. Let's get to the next uh, stat that okay. I want to ask you. How many okay. views does he have overall? He's been doing this since March 2015. Okay, which is crazy that he got this fat like this big this quickly. That's three years, three right. and a half years, and he's got um, seventeen plus million subscribers. How many views? Oh God, easily over a billion. <laughs> right? You 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 talk like so. You almost sound like my like parents or something. You talk like someone that knows nothing about like uh, YouTubers. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know that much yeah, about Yeah, of course YouTubers. he has at least a billion. Each video is getting like a million, like over a million. Okay. I don't know, 20 billion. Uh, 26 billion. God damn, that's crazy. <laughs> and so guess wow. how much that, guess, guess how much uh, that level of work. Obviously, so each video is probably averaging a couple bill, uh, excuse me, a couple million, maybe three, four, maybe one million to four million, I'd say. Each video will average. Okay. How much do you think he earns? Uh, he earned in the past year, and th- he's a top-earning YouTuber. This eight-year-old. I I would guess like ten million. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Am I off? Double that. Twenty million. Twenty-two. Ooh, this dear dude lord! Is he's going to be set for life by the time he's like. Actually, already by now, now he's by the time he's life. now. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, see, well, there's a whole lot of factors in that. That was going to be my next question. What is this? Ki- what's in this kid's future? Because one, his parents are involved with this as well. I don't know how involved. I mean, I don't know how involved they are, but I don't know if he had enough money to buy himself a um, a Canon, uh, <laughs> you know, a Canon video camera when he was what five. <laughs> right. What What did he do to earn money to buy that beforehand? I was just like, I, I like you can't help but wonder what is this kid gonna be like in ten years when he's seven or eighteen. Oh man, I don't even know. My question is though, once he doesn't he have hits, to go to college, he doesn't have to go to high school. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't even have to go to work, my dude. Just like, keep making he's videos. Sad. But my question is, I mean, legally he does. Do but. you think? Do you think he will retain that number of viewers as he? isn't a kid anymore because isn't probably some of the novelty him being like a young kid reviewing toys i think it'll last longer than you might think okay but i think yeah there's definitely going to be a a point where it starts to turn weird where it's like oh well he's just gonna have to change up his game this 16 year old should no longer be reviewing uh (laughs) i don't know what kids play with i don't tickle me me either (laughs) (laughs) 
that's probably inappropriate nowadays. With, yeah, that's with a bad example. I forgot. Yeah. That's actually, you know, that's not my, that's not my fault that that's a bad example. It's, <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah, I don't know what kids play with these days. But yeah, there is going to be a point. But I bet you he's going to have so much, one, hosting knowledge and ability, editing right. abilities. That well, he's, is he editing or is, are his parents editing? I don't know, but I bet you he's going to pick up on it. Like, he's right. going to learn how to edit stuff. Um, well, you'd assume. I mean, there's no way he's... Can, he, is, he's, can, he's, can I, he's not can I living, make a bold claim? You think he's going to be like, dead before... Uh, no, no, no. That 20, was, before 27? No, <laughs> no, that wasn't my bold claim. Uh, my bold claim is I bet you if he already has this kind of following... Um, I bet you he'll be on television one day or have his own That's type of show. It's a good call. Yeah. That's a good call. I, I, yeah. I, I, I'd be surprised if he hasn't gotten offers already. Right. And maybe and I, he has. Who knows? Uh, maybe, there's a, maybe there's a strategic... You got to find a strategic move. By the way, we're talking about an eight-year-old making like multi-million dollar business decisions. <laughs> Right, <laughs> but like at some point you have to figure out when when is it the right time to switch over and start entertaining some of these offers because my appeal of a, a as a kid toy reviewer is starting to get a little old because I'm you know 15, 16, and people aren't really buying that I care about this stuff anymore. Right, and he also does like other videos like he has like these little kind of like kid pranks where they're like not really pranks but you know like you know what I mean. I don't. I had to scroll right. through his channel i didn't watch any of this crap but um i should have but i just couldn't bring myself to do it it's like i don't i really don't care <laughs> right that's crazy though <laughs> but, he's, uh, he's balling on another level but oh, i, I also hope that that the child and his parents can handle this and he won't turn out being some like deranged child star that we sadly hear about that hollywood well, will make you did know? you know he's he's uh dating Lil tay I, n of course, I didn't know that. I don't. I didn't know anything <laughs> about this true. kid to start with. That's not true. He's not. <laughs> Little Tay's like what? She's like probably like what nine or something like that. Somewhere around there. But just the concept of them dating is uh, already disturbing. But um, I can imagine some sort of uh, uh, you know, social media star drama when they're like uh, sixteen, you know, fifteen, sixteen, and they start kissing each other and stuff. And it's like, right. uh, like those are gonna be like the next celebrities. That's gonna be like, like, um, like when like um, Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, this dude from Spider Man hung out when they were like kids and shit, you know? <laughs> oh, uh, to Toby Maguire. Right? right. Yes. 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 Yeah. 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 Uh huh. <clears throat> it's just gonna be uh, 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 YouTubers. Right. YouTubers are the next Leonardo are the next movie stars. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think I think the internet has changed the entertainment game on a lot of levels. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And, and the music I'm, game. And, yeah, and, and the you know podcast, the podcast game has changed radio and uh, is, and you know you're you're I would say your average podcast is not true, like um, like big podcasts are getting more views or more listens and some more views than television shows and like YouTube right. shows are are bigger than. YouTube shows and podcasts and stuff on you, uh, just general YouTube shows are bigger than um, a lot of TV shows and a lot of podcasts are bigger than radio shows and just have a bigger reach because obviously radio shows are on radio, so you have to be in the area mostly. Right. And um, it's just yeah, this is what uh, society is coming to. And I'm not. I don't. That sounds way more. 
doomed than I wanted it to sound like. I think that's kind of I a think cool it's thing. a good thing. Yeah, me oh, too. Oh, I agree. I me think too. it's more personalized. You know, with yeah. a podcast, with YouTube videos. You know, I, I was telling my students, I was teaching them the phrase uh, a couple weeks ago when you go down the rabbit hole, mm-hmm. right? I was using YouTube as an example because what will happen with me is there's like three or four guitar YouTube channels I love to watch. The guys have really good content. It's really entertaining. It's good information. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm only going to watch 10, 20 minutes. And then like three hours later, I'm like watching some random video about the weirdest guitar effects. (laughs) Like there's this guitar effect that makes like anime sounds. Like Japanese, like anime. You you play anime sounds, though. Well, it just makes like these weird... Like the sounds the characters would make or the sounds the music in the background would be? Sounds the character would make. Uh, Okay. And it's really crazy. But but yeah, and that's the cool thing, though, about the internet is... Is that how they make those? I, was, I, I would assume so. I mean, I'm, I'm no audio or technician. Or they speak it, or, or I think it's just people speak... But there's actually people, like, when they're making the cartoons, I was supposed to say, is that how they make the cartoons? But that makes no sense. Never mind. Oh, I thought you were talking about the guitar pedal. Sorry. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, that's, that's crazy, though. What's, I, I, I go down what? those rabbit holes, too, with car videos, too. Everyone has their oh, thing. I'm sure. Oh, definitely. Uh, definitely. Ryan of Ryan Toys Review out okay. here balling at the age of eight. That's crazy. And and I see you, little guy. And and I think that 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 is something. Um, I don't think this is something that Americans do better, but I think this is something that Americans laud us like. This is something that we could only hope for is to be a multimillionaire at eight. Like that's like the. Right. Uh, it's like, the capitalist American it's dream. the American dream, yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Well, mine is sadly not as ballin' as this, but I think this is still a great shout-out. There are some kids that run their own nonprofit in Michigan, so this hit home for you and I. Oh, nice. Um, and this nonprofit is to help the homeless. So just to give you some stats, well, well, how many people do you think are homeless in Michigan? The entire state of Michigan? Yeah. Ooh, what's the population of Michigan? Can I start there? Go for it. I don't even know off the top I'll, of my I'll, head. I'll, I'll check. Because I can't, I can't just do it without knowing the, uh, the population. That, the population of Michigan is 9.9, so let's say 10 million. Okay. I would say there are... Damn, dude. Michigan is the same size as the Czech Republic in terms of population. Michigan is a, a deceptively large state. I think it's like the ninth largest state or something like that. Seventh, Could maybe. Be. Right. It's a. I was. I. It's a. Yeah. It's a surprisingly large state, and you forget about the. Um, the UP. The UP. <laughs> Since you and I are trolls, being from the Lower Peninsula. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I'm gonna guess 1.2 million. Homeless people. Uh, five hundred thousand. <laughs> Homeless people. Yeah. Yeah. Nine thousand. Well, more than 9,000. There's 9,000 homeless people in Michigan? Yeah. According to the U.S. Interagency Council on Homelessness. 1.2 million, that's a lot now that I think about it. Yeah, that would be a ton of homeless people. 9,000 doesn't seem that bad, does it? Well, it says more than 9,000, so who knows if it's 10,000. But I'm saying that's only like 1% of... uh, That doesn't seem that bad. Uh, For some reason, I was like... That's that's less than 1%, isn't it? Yeah, you're right, it is. But that doesn't seem... um, I mean, it's not great. I mean, no number is really great. Oh, that's great. Right. But I thought it would be worse. Oh, for sure. Anyways, so yeah, so there's this nonprofit. How old are these kids? 
Don't worry, I'll get there. Oh, okay. I'll get there. So this nonprofit is uh, is called Snuggle Snacks, which I you know me <laughs> being a wholesome and cheesy guy. I love the name. Okay. Or sorry, Snuggle Sacks, not snacks, but sacks, um, which are survival kits to homeless men and women um, that are provided to homeless men and women in Michigan. And it was started by uh, an 11 year old named Addison Goss. Nice. And so, big shout out to you, Addison. It is a great thing to do this. And uh, so, they donate more than a thousand of these survival kits every month. And these children do this while juggling school and other extracurriculars. It's see, that's funny because um, you know I think back to our buddy Ryan, and Ryan, you know I. Um, I'm kind of concerned about. I was like, I'm, I'm honest. I'm generally curious. Like, what's Ryan gonna be like when he's 18? Like, he's balling out of control. And then when I right. hear about Addison, I'm like, Addison's gonna be just fine. Like, oh for sure. A- anyone that has this level of uh, initiative, and I mean, it's and once I don't mean to take away from Ryan too, because I mean, there's there is some commitment that goes in the the level of videos that that dude's putting out. But like, just to have that initiative to want to help people like that at that young age is. Uh, that, I mean that 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 it's you know shows that uh, the guy has a good heart. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you. It's, yeah, it's a it's a it's a kind of for me at least gives me a little bit more faith in future generations and humanity. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't agree, but I, I do I do love hear <laughs> I do love hearing these stories, and they do make they do make me feel good. But they, it doesn't give me any faith in humanity. But there are still good just because. Just because I, I I think the world's going to terrible places doesn't mean that there still aren't great people that need that deserve recognition out there. Absolutely. And my last shout out for our episode like Ryan. today, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> or or Addison, you know, to each his own. Anyways, my last shout out for our episode is um, to the country of Luxembourg. Have you heard okay. anything about Luxembourg in the in the news lately? Um, I remember we beat them. When we played them in uh in uh in, in Nice International School soccer when I lived in Germany, but other than that, uh, no. <laughs> so they are the first country to make all public transport free. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. Just imagine that freedom of just be. I mean, I'm, that's like an American level of freedom right there, my dude. Except uh, no transportation is free. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Fr- Although you're free, I guess, once you pay for it. But uh, yeah, that's awesome. And yeah, of course, the what everyone will say is, well, I mean, you know, it's th- they can do it because it's such a tiny country. But um, it has to start somewhere. And I think also right. it starts putting the idea in other people's heads and, uh, and stuff like that will spread, especially uh, throughout Europe. And right. I'm not saying it'll spread to everywhere, but I think that that um, I definitely think that that's an idea that that'll spread, especially oh, in like agree. countries like similar like uh, Estonia that are offering free Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi and stuff like everywhere. That. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I thought that was really amazing. Um, just to uh, read that, and just just a couple of facts. Um, so, in I believe it, by 2020, all tickets will be abolished which will save the collection of fares and the policing of ticket purchases. Um, and, and so, yeah, so I think that's really amazing that they're doing this. Yeah. And uh, big shout-out to Luxembourg. Shout-out to Luxembourg. Home of the... It's a very small country. 
I, I didn't even know. It. I was going to say home of, and I was like, I have no idea. Yeah, Have you ever been to Luxembourg? I have not, but it's on my list. I should have gone Is when it really? I was... You say that to yeah. every country I ask you about. That's because I love to travel, my dude. <laughs> um, you just have, a, you just have a, a list that's just every country. Well, no, I want to... Exactly. I just have a map with just <laughs> points on every, every country on the map. Uh, no, but uh, Luxembourg and Belgium are both on my list. When I was going to go uh, to Belgium, I think it was in 2016, and it was a couple months after the bombing in the airport. I think it okay. was the airport, right? And Belgium happened. I don't remember that. And uh, I'm pretty sure it was an airport. Belgium um, is underrated. Really? Belgium is definitely underrated. I mean, I, 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 one, because it, it's got the history. I mean, if it's, and, you know, obviously it depends on what cities you're going to. But, um, like, I've been to Bruges. I've been to, um, I've been to a couple cities. I've been to Brussels. Um, and I've been to a couple... The uh, other ones, but like the history is is there's a lot of history, and so mm-hmm. just the city as you're walking through it, it's it's uh, you know a lot of very old cities to walk through. Um, obviously, I've never been to like you know I haven't. Well, actually, no, I no actually I have been to like the suburbs and stuff. But yeah, no, because I was there for soccer. But anyway, yeah, it's just it's it's very nice old. There's the food is um is is you know kind of snooty because it's a little French inspired. Um, but they got the great street food because they're known for the chocolates, they're known for the waffles, they're known for the French fries. Also, good beer, right? Great beer. They have an, a you know a great beer history. They had, I mean, they're at least in America, they they have they, most of the Belgian beers are pretty uh, pricey. That's true. You're right. Belgian beers are are like some of the more classiest of beers generally in a uh, in America. Good point. Yeah. So I looked it up. It was March twenty second, twenty sixteen. So I was there two or three months later, and uh, it was in the airport. Up, yeah, yeah, it was in the airport in okay. Brussels. I didn't end up going there, which isn't really a great excuse, but uh, it's on my list. So hopefully, um, make my way out there. That seemed people would some would argue that that's the safest time to go. That's Lightning true. doesn't strike twice in the same place. That's true. Speaking that is of what which, some people say. <laughs> Uh, speaking, of, speaking of that untranslatable, I, th- I think it's time to uh, move on to our untranslatables. Can I, uh, can I start us off? Please. So I thought I would change it up for you and for our listeners. And uh, I have a Schweizerdeutsch or Swiss German untranslatable for you. Okay. Now uh, I have to uh, warn you and the listeners out there, my uh, Schweizerdeutsch, my Swiss German is not perfect. Uh, but I'm going to give this my best shot. So here we go. It is Imfasha, which me, which is Imfashaben. In, oh, just just say the whole German. thing first. Say the whole thing first. That is the whole thing. Oh, oh, Imfasha. oh. Well, say it. Okay, then say it again. Imfashaben. <laughs> Imfas? I don't know what fas is. Fas is a tap or barrel. Oh, okay. Imfashaben? Imfashaben. Mm-hmm. Is that Imfasha. like to be... To be like cranky? Nope. Imfashaben. To have like a stomachache, like to be hungover. Ooh, that's a good guess, but no. Um, for like I'm example, in a barrel today. I can't. For, I can't for example, t- when I ask you this, uh, if you know this untranslatable, I could say, um, Jared, um, Imfasha. 
which just means here I'll just give it to you. <laughs> it, it means it means to understand, to have it in the barrel, to understand. Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I did not emphasize right there. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. Um, well, speaking of not knowing how to pronounce things, I mean, you might have struggled with your Swiss German or Swiss German, but my first one's Polish, which is just you know, I'm sorry. That's okay. Polish is tough. Svukach dvuri vikalium. And that's looking for a hole in the hole. Looking for a H-O-L-E in the W-H-O-L-E. Okay. Hmm. Hole in the hole. Yeah. So is that like you're trying to find? Is that like you're trying to understand something that you can't understand? Uh, no, 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 no. So I can give you an example. Okay. So, um, say uh, you and I are roommates, and um, we're we're moving into one of our typical American mansions because I say the average American lives in what. Excuse me, one second. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> huh. I'd say the typical American lives in what uh, everyone else would call a full-on mansion. I'm just exaggerating, by the way, just so we're clear. <laughs> and you and I are roommates because, you know, we live in a mansion, but, you know, I'm frugal. And we, we, uh, we rented a U-Haul to move this mansion. And we were saying, we, and, and I was telling our friends, I, I was saying, oh, man, Chad and I had to make a... Uh, 48 trips back and forth to uh, get all of our stuff uh, from our old mansion to our new mansion. And uh, you step in and say, well, I mean, it was 46, but, you know, it was a long day. And I'm like, all right, Chad, now you're just looking for a hole in the hole. So you're just looking you're just looking for something to complain about? No, you're just nitpicking. Ah, nitpicking. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Nice. Yeah. That's a good one. I like that one. Yeah, me too. A hole in the hole. Nice. And I, th- so, I, th- I think that one kind of makes sense, and it's, it works in English too. I would agree, definitely. Some yeah, of these you're... I really, I, you know, I, I never do this because my memory. As the more episodes we do, the worse my memory gets on previous things we've talked about. But like, um, sometimes I, I wish I, I could incorporate English versions of uh, these untranslatables in the normal conversations. But they never, I never, I never think of it in the moment. Right. Yeah, it's tough. It's yeah. tough. Well, this one, this is my last untranslatable for this episode. And I have to give a special shout out to my mentor here in the Czech Republic because we, I was helping her with some phrases and explaining what they mean. And she gave me a really cool Czech untranslatable on the spot. Okay. So this is it. Um, usually I do my own research and I find mine all over the place on the interwebs. But this one comes from a native speaker, so I feel so much more confident about this one. So, <laughs> it is Gie Tsia Visoke Noche, which means he lives on a high leg. Is that like you, you get off your high horse? Like he's on, on his high horse? Thinks he's better um, than everyone? You think he's better than me? Mm, c- kind of. Not 100%. Uh, he's thinks very highly of himself. He's very confident. This uh, has to do more with financial standing than confidence. Makes oh rich, 
There you go. Uh-huh. Kind of like Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> we, we would say in English, like they, spirit li- animal. they live in the lap of luxury. Oh, okay. Is so the what's English... the English translation again? The literal? Uh, he, he lives on a high leg. He lives on a high leg. Okay. Living the, live in his, live in the good life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I have two more, but I'll, I'll save one of them for later. I'll only do one of them. I'll do the uh, the French one. And it is uh, raconte de salade. Something about a salad, right? <laughs> or lettuce? Yeah, you're right. Something about a salad. It is uh, the literal translation is telling salads. Telling salads is that when you're when you're just kind of talking to talk? Almost. Okay. I I I think. Um, I think if I were to t- if if I were to tell you that you're looking for like back to our other example if I were to tell you that you were looking for a hole in the hole with my story mm-hmm. you would say well you're just telling salads so you're just talking a bunch of nonsense Ooh, yeah. all right telling, telling tall tales telling nonsense okay I'm gonna just start using that stories. one I'm gonna I'm gonna use that one stop stop telling there, oh, me salads there's actually a background to that. There's okay. a reason. There's there's a, uh, a rich history. Not rich, but there is a history to this uh, to this one that I know. This expression dates back to the 19th century and has a very interesting origin. The metaphoric expression operates with the understanding that a successful lie or tall tale is just like a good salad. A salad is a mix of ingredients that comes together to form a flavorful, varied dish. Just as a good lie or tall tale combines exactly the right amount of humor, imagination, truth, and untruth. Whoever wrote this exclamation, ex, ex, this, whoever wrote this explanation, I always mess up exclamation, explanation, uh-huh. and uh, one other one. Anyway, whoever made this explanation sounds like a liar. <laughs> <laughs> sounds because like this they're is, telling salads. This is the most romantic and beautiful explanation of a lie that i've ever heard like this like this like this is almost beautiful writing uh, like explaining the metaphor of salads it's like whoever wrote this really enjoys lying and almost <laughs> sees it as an art <laughs> right not anyone not not any schmuck out here trying to steal a candy bar can lie this right. takes artistry <laughs> master like this guy is just living with a bunch of useless knicks knickknacks in his house because he's the ultimate uh the <laughs> the ultimate liar so yeah I, I i i like the backstory and i like the telling salads it's another one that i wish i could remember to incorporate into my daily lifestyle that's a good one i like that one that's solid well jared i think it's time for us to uh share our knowledge as americans of what other countries can learn from the united states what do you think yeah, yeah. Um, I agree. And let me start by saying, I was thinking about this, and I thought, this is slightly unfair. Because we did um, what the U.S. can learn from other countries, and now we're doing what other countries can learn from the U.S. So it's almost like a United States versus the world situation. One, making it a little bit harder, because we're saying, what is it that one country does that um uh my top top of the line studio has a uh, water heater right next to me <laughs> um we're not just talking we're talking about like what the US um 
Like like it's it's just like not a fair fight. It's one against uh against the world. And right. um this list was it was surprisingly hard to come up with things. Nonetheless, this is America. Right. I I agree with you. I and even I tried to do plenty. Of I things. even I even tried to do some googling <laughs> and all the googling I did I try to reword my Google searches and every time it was still what other countries or what the U.S. can learn from other countries, regardless oh, yeah. of what yeah, I would yeah, put yeah. in you the had to Google get search bar. Real tricky with your wording. Or right. also, yeah, I noticed that too. Uh-huh. Um, can I, I'll start with some easy ones. We'll, we'll start off light. Just okay, get the party good. started, you know? Sounds good. Let's get this started. <laughs> I don't know why I'm in such a good mood. Anyway, um, it's one of those days, man. I feel that too. Free refills. You stole mine. You stole mine. You stole I mine. Mean, Absolutely. That's numero uno. Oh, for sure. I'll never forget the first time I went to Germany with my parents, and it was it, we were there, and it was kind of hot, and we'd like hiked up this big hill. I was really thirsty, so I like drank my Fanta real quick, and my uncle, my uncle said something to my dad in German, and at the time I couldn't speak German. My dad was like, you, you need to slow down. Like the next, like we're gonna have to buy the next one. And I was like, uh, what? Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause they, they bring it out in a glass, but what you don't know is in the back, they poured it from a bottle into that, uh, <laughs> into that glass. It's like, you don't have a fountain back there. That's just unlimited. Right. That's I just feel water like and sugar. Drinks just aren't as common in Europe. Uh, I don't think do you, outside of fast, like outside of American fast food, can you find them? I don't think so. No. Uh, yeah, and 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 even with water too. Like, I was just gonna say water is another forget, big one. Forget the soda, which is already a gluttonous, uh, a gluttonous thing. But even with water, uh, it's hard to find. It's almost impossible to find a free refill on a water because those are also coming from the same places that the sodas is coming from. Exactly. Although I have to admit, although I would love to have free water here, um, I do think that the mineral water they have here. Because it's mineral water and it has different properties in it, I think it is better for you than just straight out of the tap. Unless you're in Austria, Austria, that, that is those true. Austrians brag about their tap water, and and they're and they're not they're not uh, telling any they're not That's uh, true. telling telling you salad. It's uh no, it's There's definitely no telling yeah. salads. If you go to yeah. Vienna, try the tap water because it's I'm pretty sure isn't it brought in from the Alps by aqueducts or something like that. Yeah, I, I think what I think I think I don't know what an aqueduct is per se, but I think what I'm about to say is essentially an aqueduct. But yeah, I think it essentially comes like tap water is essentially straight from the mountains, like mm-hmm. with with very little processing done to it, if any, uh, except for being filtered, obviously, and and, um, right. and, and whatnot. But um, and I and I think that it's it's just so it's just the freshest of and and, and it's very. It's very very high mineral content because mm-hmm. it's it's not tampered with. It's just straight from right. the mountains. And I even remember when um, when we were in the orientation and they were like almost like they were bragging, they were bragging. about this water. They were 100% and bragging. All, and all of us Americans were like, all right, 
relax. It's like you guys are having like religious exper- ex- experiences. And then we all drank it. We're like, all right, they have a point. This is some yep. good water. It's crisp. <laughs> I'm going to bring like five empty water bottles with me to Vienna and just fill <laughs> just them with that Vienna tap water. <laughs> and then just you'd sip on it like uh, you're at a restaurant. Right. <laughs> and you're not getting free refills. Although, even though the tap water is really good there, I still remember getting weird looks by like waiters when I would ask for the tap water in Vienna. When we were at restaurants. Yeah, they still don't really do tap water at restaurants. That's a good point. And they don't bring it to you. Like, it's not like they just... It's not like in the States where they'll either have, like, some bread at the table and some water. You have to ask for the water. Some restaurants might give you bread, um, but it depends on the restaurant. They offer water, but you have to pay for it. Right. But they're going to bring it up. Except I don't, I don't think you have to pay for tap water. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but they they wouldn't offer tap water. Correct. You'd have to ask ask, ask for that. Uh, right. And they'd be like, all right, peasant. <laughs> and for any of our uh, listeners out there visiting Vienna, the magical word is Leitungswasser. Leitungswasser bitte. And then you're good to go. Or if you're in the Czech Republic, the uh, remember this phrase. Nuvete <laughs> Anglitsky. And if, they, if the answer is uh, no, then you're screwed. That, or that how do you say true. no? Not I know ne, is yes. Ne. If the if you hear ne, then go somewhere else. America is truly land of the free. Um, because the list of free stuff is just keeps going. Free bathrooms. That's true. Easier to get a bathroom walking down the street, which we've talked about before, because I've mentioned that um, you sometimes you see more um party waste <laughs> right left in city streets in, in europe at like at uh, next morning and you don't really see that but it, and you made the point that it's very easy in america to run into a bathroom one because bathrooms are free and two because there are uh places that are uh open 24 hours more reliably in america which Correct. is another thing that maybe other countries could learn if they yeah. but i don't know if that's technically a good thing Right. I was I was conflicted about that one as well. Just the hours of operation for different stores, shops, yeah, gas plan stations. Better. Right. <laughs> That's true. Um, That's true. It's good, though, if there's like an emergency because it's usually like a, a drugstore. So mm. it is maybe you need like a Band-Aids at two in the morning. What is really cool is in Prague, if you go to um, Florence, which is the bus station, they actually have a vending machine with like basic over-the-counter meds okay which i've never seen before anywhere else and i thought that was really cool well yeah the most i've seen is like some like uh tylenol or something like that little two-pack right right but i would agree with you i think sometimes two-pack the- Shakur. <laughs> I, you know there's a part of me sometimes that wants to be like like I, I, I was just like just let it go just keep going i was like i can't i have to say it <laughs> that's fair that's fair oh that's good um i would agree though i think it is not like here i have to plan very strategically when to go to the grocery store because my grocery stores here close at eight i just found out this was like a life-changing revelation here in the czech republic I found out the Tesco in, in Komutov is actually open until 9. <laughs> My grocery store is open until midnight. <laughs> exactly. Well, exactly. And, and, you know, I'm conflicted, though, because it's a, it's a good thing, at least for the customers, that it's open late. Right. But then you also think about the workers, and they don't get to maybe see their families. Yeah. You know, so and it's I'll a say, pro and a con. I'll say this. If I'm ever going to the grocery store later than 7 or 8 o'clock, it it kind of feels like a, I'm not going to say a failure on my part, 
But it, but it's 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 usually could have been like usually even as I'm going there, I'm like this could have been avoided. I, I don't need to like right. Like it's like oh I forgot to get this or oh I I I should have. I should I I should have figured out earlier what I actually wanted for dinner, or it's just you know me like on a Friday being like, what do I want to eat for dinner? And then the next right. thing I know, it's uh, you know, ten o'clock. I was like, oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I would always go to the grocery store in America late like that to buy booze for like the next day. Yeah, see, that's or a little like bit prepare tr- trickier for a party. because I live in a place where um, you can they're ju- they just within the past couple of years you can buy uh, s- some grocery stores have beer and wine. But liquor is a separate store. Granted, the liquor store is open until like ten, so okay. You should they, they give you enough time. Right, right. Solid. What uh? What other things could the uh, rest of the world? Speaking learn? of, we we're talking about stores. Free shopping carts. You don't oh, have to put the coin true. in. That's true. That's true. There right. are a couple stores here that I have just started doing that. I remember seeing it somewhere, but I do not remember who it was. Maybe it was Whole Foods. Okay, Aldi also does that, but that's a German grocery store, so it makes sense. Oh, maybe it was Aldi. They have a couple Aldis here. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. So, um, I like. I mean, I guess I don't. I don't know how. What, I don't know. And you know, this is speaking as someone that doesn't own a grocery store, so I don't know the the thievery rate. But uh, but it is it is just like, I don't know. I it's it, it just. It's a level of freedom that I, I feel like it always goes back to freedom that I think um, I, I like a level of trust that I kind of like. It's like, you know, just let us have our what do you think? Do you have any reasoning behind that in your head? Why you think that would be that they do the coin thing and that S- same exact reason? I think it's just for although really, I mean, who doesn't? It's a euro. It's, it's yeah, it's if and, you're in Europe I, or something. In like some that. places, it's not if even a euro. It's like 50 cents. Right. Which you know right. that grocery, that shopping cart costs more than 50 cents. Right. So, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, that's a good question. I think, I think the big thing in America, especially with customer service and shopping and everything, is to make it the easiest and most convenient for the customer. Whereas I think in other places in the world, it's not the same way, right? Like in America, we also have free shopping bags. I've, yeah. spent, I've spent easily, I have like a... Like a thing of bags over here, um, oh, just yeah. chilling in my apartment, and I've probably spent over I don't know, maybe three dollars. I mean, I've been here for three months, so three dollars isn't bad. But, but those are know. also higher quality bags that are reusable. The 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 paper bags I get, I like some every now and again I get paper bags. I like that because I also use them for recycling. I'll put bottles mm-hmm. and stuff in there. But when you get the plastic bags, those bags almost are like are like they're not really they're not solid enough to be reused right so even though they're free it's it's like at least in europe when when you're paying for bags the the bags are are promoted as bags to be reused right uh see i but this i'm trying see i'm trying my hardest not to stick up for like because this is about what america can do and now i'm like well but right. they actually have a point <laughs> right but um, well, I it think is nice. I, also, like if you're just getting a couple, I don't know. It is there. There, I, I I can definitely see the benefits too. The the free bags too, because it is, I guess, more convenient, which is what we're all about here. Exactly. In exactly. It's about convenience. If you look at when stores are open until shopping carts being usually you know free, you don't have to put any coins in them. Um, free bags. The other thing I also wanted to mention too was I think, you know, 
although I've really only traveled to Europe, I've been to I've been to Mexico. Uh, Canada doesn't really count to me. That's America's. It's pretty it close is to America. Country, yeah. I think I think Canada right. would happily. Um, that's true. Not be lumped in with us. That's true. Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't blame the Canadians, to be honest. Um, but I think in America, um, I think we are number one in terms of friendly customer service. Yeah. Yeah, I would say I would agree with you on that. I, I'd say we, we tend to put more emphasis on, on, on customers always right. That's definitely an American thing I've noticed. Right. Which is also very problematic because I've worked in customer service yeah, and the customer is are, definitely not always. There are right. some entitled people out there, <laughs> right? Most definitely, but I really but yeah. enjoy the fact that I can walk into in, into most stores in the United States, and I'm greeted by somebody. You know, you know. Hi. Do you really? Do you need that? Like, if I, like I, I it, like it. I like, like it. Walmart has those greeters that stand there, and it's like hello, and it's like hi. I I kind of like it. I even. Feel welcomed. I would, I would go. I would go to the Meyer, um, which is like a grocery grocery store for those of uh, our listeners not in Michigan or the Midwest. And uh, and there was a, this nice old woman who would be the greeter. And whenever I would leave, I would always try to say goodbye, have a nice day, and beat her to it before she told me. Oh my god, um, we live I'm, such different lifestyles. I'm just weird like that. We do. Uh, <laughs> we do. But we gotta provide I, balance to the podcast because if it was just me, it would be just too damn cheesy, you know. Yeah, uh, that's exactly what I'm saying. I was like, "That's the cheesiest thing I've ever heard." Yeah, I, I believe it. But yeah, but I do think we really pride ourselves on friendly customer service. But it's also a double-edged sword. Like if you go to a restaurant, I think usually the service is really good, but it also can get a little annoying. And and pe- well, the thing about the restaurants is that um, the um, Customer also has the ability to hold a tip ransom, right? So the the friendly the there's it adds sort of different. Even though there are there's customer service tends to be better, it's 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 um more like a hostage situation, you know, <laughs> like it's a different dynamic that that requires this this uh, higher level of customer service. Oh, definitely. Which, which I think benefits. The customer, as far as customer service goes, because you get you you in general you get a nicer, more uh uh, more attentive waiter if you like that if you like attentive, right. But also um, a lot of that is you know a lot of that is just so it's like oh I hope these people don't screw me over because my uh, my my most of my pay- paycheck is based off of how much these people are tipping me. Right. That's true. That's a very but, good point. I, I, but I, hey, I, but people also argue, well, that's what I'm paying for. I'm paying for a friendly attitude. Right. And the, yeah, and the service. Right. Yeah. And it's just a different type of atmosphere, at least in Europe. Like today I went out for lunch and I didn't get a menu or even waited on for like three or four minutes until yeah. I was there. And I'm sure Americans probably will just straight up this left the restaurant. Unacceptable. Exactly. I'm taking this to Yelp. <laughs> right are you a, do you write yelp reviews oh no i'm not a yelper at all no I, no I, yeah i don't even i don't even look at yelp really i just i look at google reviews yeah i do too and and i'm sure you could even you could even predict this jared but the only time i ever write comments is if i have a positive comment to give well that's good well no one ever believes the person that only gives negative reviews right because then that then it's like well i mean there's no there's no baseline of what's good here. It's all bad. Like then we then we can't believe any of it if it's right. all bad. Right. 
But it's like it's the people that only do good reviews where it's like this person went out of like this person had such a good experience that they went out of their way to write a good review. That's at least the impression. Exactly. And that's the only time I write reviews is if it's really worth on Yelp or Google not or on Yelp. Usually Google or a couple like I've written a couple Amazon reviews in the past for like some music equipment and yeah, stuff like think, that. Oh yeah, I've done a couple Amazon ones. I've done Amazon ones. I've done well, see. <laughs> I've I can think of two Amazon or one or two I've done. One I can think of specifically was I bought a a new mixer and it didn't work at all. And um I, I wrote that it didn't work. But I almost felt like I was warning people. And I didn't say anything mean. All I said right. was I bought the mixer and it didn't work. The phantom power button was stuck. So I returned it and they gave me my money back. You know? Right. But, I think uh, that's good though. And yeah, that's another thing I like. I, to like say, you know. I like about the United States is that it seems like I could be correct me if I'm wrong, Jared, but it seems like people do sometimes go out of their way to help and warn other people about things. Maybe that's not yeah. just an American thing, but it seems like I know a lot of people in the States who, who will do that. Well, yeah, I think that's because we have uh, other countries tend to have a more mind your own business attitude than, um, than Americans do, I think. I think Americans are way more open to talking to strangers on the street, way more open to just being friendly to strangers than a, mm -hmm. than a lot of other countries are where, where it's like um and i'm not to say that that's a good or a bad thing on either you know america or countries that aren't like that it's just uh you know how people are but right yeah i i think that just comes with people being way more way more talkative in america mm -hmm. and that's one thing that i i have heard from a lot of europeans that that's a stereotype i like to hear when they say americans are nice yeah. and open and, and friendly. warm and friendly yeah, and, and that's a stereotype that I am happy to be a part of while I've been here in the <laughs> Czech Republic. You know, I I, I hear that pretty to, regularly too from non-American people. Right, is that though people are so helpful. Right, it's like right. Yeah, just don't ask them about their personal views and correct. And they'll be friendly. That's true. That's I true. Guess. And and I think for a lot of Americans, if you live in the United States for a long enough time, it comes off a little bit fake or superficial. I would say, wouldn't you agree? What does the the friendliness and the helpfulness? Uh, sometimes, yeah. not always, yeah, 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 but sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know, know what you mean. But, but like I, I've actually been told by a couple Czech people, like, "Oh my gosh, you're so friendly and you're so helpful." Like, and and I think they, I don't know it's if they expect right, but I don't know if they expect that I'm thinking about like getting something in return. But <laughs> I, I really like helping people just because it's nice and the right thing to do. You know what I mean? I think right. there are a lot of Americans, not all Americans, but there are a lot of Americans who will go out of their way to help others. I think there's a lot of pride in like the right thing to do here. Mm -hmm. I'd uh, agree. Here, I live in America, by the way. I keep saying here, but that's not, it's not really here for you. Correct. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I'd agree with you on that. I, I think... I th I often hear people uh, whenever I you know whenever people talk about a positive stereotypes it's often that people are friendly here, and uh, that is nice to hear because it's like oh that's good. Um, I got and I think to go along with that along with that friendliness I think is also the diversity. I think that we uniquely get um, we have a unique diversity that you don't get in most other countries. Most other countries have large 
like like that do have quote unquote minorities tend to uh, have l- like larger groups uh, of specific of specific people from specific areas depending on where you're at, mm-hmm. and it's 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 and it's not like in America where where you can get such a uh, wide range of of large communities of different uh, ethnicity ethnicities and uh, nationalities, and I, I think that's cool. And like like even in like um, you know, it, it's it goes even farther past like you know the common like uh, Korean communities or Japanese communities or or um, say Dearborn is a big Middle Eastern community in Michigan, mm-hmm. um, but like there are areas in Philly that have like big like Portuguese communities, like even like tiny like. Sort of tiny countries have good, like good representation. You can get. I think there's good representation for just about every, uh, just about I mean, not every, but a, a large Almost variety. Every. I would agree of nationalities. You. Yeah, and Did- and it, and I think if you're in a big enough city, you can find a group of 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 like-minded people, no matter how big or small it is. There might be a few people, but I bet right. you you can at least find a few people, even if you're in say. Cheyenne, Wyoming, and you and you're and you're like, oh, I miss, uh, <laughs> I don't know, I miss Serbia. Might might be a stretch in Wyoming, but but I yeah. know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, I know. As I was saying that, I was I, like, I, I got a question for true. you. Did did you hack into my did you hack into my pod prep notes because you are literally stealing all, <laughs> all of the points I had? Well, give me uh, some. So, but, but great it's, minds it's, since I'm alike. just saying all uh, since I'm just saying everything. Give well, me some. I want to. Well, I want to just see, add let's that, see if if uh, maybe you've hacked into mine. Okay. Well, I I also just want to add that yeah, the the diversity in my opinion is what really makes America beautiful and makes America great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, America to me is the only country that I know of on the planet that has so many different groups of people, so many different languages, and for those of you who don't know, there is no official language of the United Correct. States. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So English when people is not our official language. Correct. So when people hear people speaking Spanish and they want to be a bigot and say this is America speak English. There's no, there's no official yeah. language. Technically so. it should be this is America speak whatever you want. Exactly. <laughs> and who knows maybe maybe one day that will be a, a mantra. Speak Esperanto. <laughs> exactly. Or conlang, you know, speak oh, yeah. some speak some elvish or something. Make up your own but, language. Yeah. Exactly. This is America, make up your own language. <laughs> that's that's, that's right. what I'm going to say to someone that's telling someone to speak English. That's perfect. Say, this is America. That's make perfect. Make up your own language. Well, well, the the one that I also wanted to mention that I think America has that's really amazing is um, the fact that we do have freedom of speech. Yes, of you know, course. I can I can say all sorts of negative things about the government, and I will not be thrown in jail for it. Can I say this as well about mm-hmm. freedom of speech? I think freedom of speech gets confused here often, where it's like uh, people talk about when people are when people that say like um, some right wing nut like Milo Yiannopoulos wants to speak somewhere, people are protesting him, and he gets taken off of uh, of platforms. That's not infringing on your free on your right of free speech. That's the people speaking and saying we don't want to hear you. Infringing exactly. on the right of free speech is the government coming in and arresting you for saying that. And the government's not stopping you from saying it. It's just people don't want you on their platform saying that stuff because it's not a good look. Uh, but you have the right to say it. It's just people also have the right to say they, along with that free speech, is people have the right to say they don't want to, like they don't like you. Exactly. The thing about free speech that I think a lot of people don't understand is free speech does not mean that you are immune to any. It's consequences. Not freedom of consequence. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. 
Um, if you say it's things freedom that of are... consequence from the government, though. That's true. That's true. Good point. But that doesn't mean that doesn't mean you're free of consequence from society. Right. And the general public. Absolutely. I agree. And the other thing, too, is, um, you know, we have freedom of speech and we also have freedom of religion. Yes. You know, and, and I, I correct me if I'm wrong, Jared, but I feel like in America you won't be prosecuted or persecuted for any religion you want to practice. If you want to practice Scientology. No. Great. If you want to practice Judaism, perfect. If you want to, you know, believe in Islam, go for it. Have you heard of the Westboro Baptist Church? I, I, I have. Yeah. No one's stopping them from raising their signs up that I'm not even going to say. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, I, I, I listened to a podcast a couple of years ago about someone that used to be in the Westboro Baptist Church. And for those of you who don't know, just Google it and you'll see some of the signs that they say. And yeah. I was texting my friend about this crazy, oh, this is a crazy podcast. She's talking about what the... And and she's like, wow, what 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 did their sign? And the person was asking, what did the sign say? And I was like, honestly, I don't even want to text it to you. Right, for <laughs> just sure. Just Google it. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. It's I don't blame like, you. It's just terrible stuff. Well, Jared, I have a couple more, and uh, these aren't my own. I found these on a website, um, and I wanted oh, to. I, I, before you, you another say one. those though, yeah, yeah. along with the freedom of speech and freedom of religion, is if we're going through the Bill of Rights, freedom of press as well. Oh, that's true. And um, press is being bastardized these days. That's true. But press is really our uh, only hope for getting, uh, you know, reliable, in theory, I'm saying in theory, right. for getting right. reliable and unbiased news and, um, and, and hearing about what's happening in, in society and the government and stuff like that. And, and, and people have the freedom to, to speak on, on whatever topics they want. And and not have fear of. I mean, you might get murdered, but that's uh, not the government. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. No. But it all it all goes back to freedom, and so freedom of press. I just want to th- since we're I don't want to come back to that later since we're talking about things no, that all right. kind of originate from the Bill of Rights. I guess um, is also the freedom of press, and um, and it, it really kind of does make me nervous all this fake news stuff because it's like um, you're like like. You're ruining something something that is um, like very necessary to to society, and, and you're it's it's being bastardized, and the whole concept right. of free press is like, and 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 now no one knows what to believe, right? Which and is why a, there's no sources that someone could be like, okay, since you have presented this source, we can now agree. That right. doesn't exist. Well, well, the the problem is how do you argue with someone? Who doesn't believe in facts that have been backed up, right? With they just want to believe evidence. whatever they want to believe, whatever that is, right? It's, exactly. it's dogma, it, exactly. And so, so yeah, I agree with you. We we live in a strange time right now where the press. I think the role of the press is changing because of uh, what's going on in our administration, and we'll see how that all plays out. Um, who knows? But yeah, I would agree with you. I think the other thing is too, in in theory. Obviously, this is not 100% true, but in theory, anyone in America should have equal opportunities, in theory. <laughs> Don't even get me started, but yes, in theory, <laughs> and everyone in America is, is, is fed the uh, idea that it's definitely, well, I'll say this, it's definitely, I think, for someone that has a dream of becoming a some sort of millionaire... Uh, or becoming rich in something, this is uh, 
about as good a place as any to start, I would say. I would agree. I would definitely agree. I think it's 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 they I think we uh, are known for making it very easy to start businesses, very easy to um to fail a business, uh, you know. Right. And yeah, I, I would agree with you. If you want to, obviously, there's a lot of factors that go into that. Mm-hmm. That I'm biting my tongue so hard that it's about to fall off. Not <laughs> not wanting to get into, right? But sure. Uh, but yes, in theory, obviously, I, I I would agree with you that if if someone wants to start from scratch, in hopes of making it big, your best bet is probably to start here. I would say. Right. I I would agree. I would agree. All right. So I have a couple little statements by uh, a website. Run by, I believe, Dinesh D'Souza. Uh, okay, why? Okay, go ahead. Is, is that a bad bad source to go by? Do you know who Dinesh D'Souza is? I do not, no. Just Google him. Google Uh-oh. him. Uh-oh, okay. I'm going to regret this, aren't I? I can't even... Uh, we can't... Uh, I can't let you bring this this piece of full-on shit. Oh, interesting. Okay. Interesting. All right, well... I'm gonna. I'm still gonna read you a couple of these, and feel free to share on them if you want, Jared. Um, but I think some of these, some of these, are are. Well, we'll see. Let's just talk about them. All okay. Right, well, let me before you get into it. Let me just uh-huh. state that I think um, Dinesh D'Souza is a full-on piece of fucking garbage, and if he disappeared tomorrow and never showed up again, I would not uh, miss a, a minute of sleep. Okay. Fair enough. Tell tell us how you really feel. All right. So he says on his website, America offers more opportunity and social mobility than any other country, including the countries of Europe. What do you think about that? True or false? Uh, yeah, the social mobility thing is tough, but yeah, now I'm being like hypercritical, but, (laughs) but yeah, I I mean, yeah, but I, I, yeah, because I I would say that, um, I mean, at least I know that in countries like, uh, like England, and just the UK in general, there's more of a, they're, they're and even um, and countries like India as well, and a lot of uh, Middle Eastern and and uh, and uh, Asian countries run off of more caste-based systems that are very that are heavily based off of what your kind of financial and 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 social ranking is, and it's kind of hard to move out of those rankings in certain cultures. Right. Now that I think about this. So I looked up, as I said, I try to Google gr- things that are good about America, whatever, right? To get some ideas for this episode. Now it makes sense that, of course, a right-wing source is what we're going to find. Oh, of course. Um, okay. By the way, if, if you want to mm-hmm. read a great book, read uh, Dinesh D'Souza's book, The End of Racism, in which he claimed that exaggerated claims of racism are holding back the progress among African-Americans in the U.S. He defended the Southern slave owner and notes... The American slave was treated like property, which is to say, pretty well. A reviewer oh to the Journal of Blood, a reviewer for the Journal. All right, I'm done. I'm just gonna stop. <laughs> oh man, how how can, how can you even say that? Like, oh god. Anyways. By the way, he, I don't know what he is, but he's some sort of a minority. He's some sort of brown dude himself. He's, he's is, Indian. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I guess that makes sense. He's Indian. Uh, yeah, he's, he's an Indian born, born in conservative political uh, commentator, author, filmmaker. And conspiracy theorists often described as far right by media sources. His first wife's name was Dixie. <laughs> In- interesting. Yeah. Oh, you're right, Dixie Brubaker. You're right, Dixie. Interesting. Oh, that's funny. Dixie. He went to Dartmouth College. Interesting. Anyways, um, okay. Next up on his website, um, 
work and trade are respectable in America. That's what do you not think? true. That's a, that's a myth that we've been fed to believe. The right wing, the the the, the right wing people use blue collar people as their pawns, and it's the same thing with GM just fired. Um, 14,000 plant members and there's a, a lot of those people are are the supporters and they still are are standing for this person that claimed that he'd bring those jobs back but they're moving to Mexico because that's where it's cheaper to build cars right so uh, I don't and they're not and it's not even it's kind of a lot it's kind of a not fully understood too because they're they did lay off a lot of people but they're also doubling down on like electric cars and stuff so the irony of like the person you supported you lost jobs to like anyway Right. So that's, I don't know that's if another episode. Okay. I don't next know if I one. fully agree with that one. Okay, next one. America has achieved greater social equality than any other society. Did you just hear the qu- the quote I just read? Do I need to read more quotes from this guy? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to I I I don't even I I almost don't even want to respect that with an answer coming from the guy that just read what I just read to you. Right. That's true. I mean, basically, I think what what they mean is, and I don't. Uh, it's, it's, by the way, these things were not on my list. <laughs> no. Okay, fair enough. Uh. All right, we'll just skip that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Chad almost looks like uh, Chad looks like uh, he's in trouble, but he's still trying to work. I'm not. I'm not mad at you, Chad, but he looks like he's in trouble and he's like sweated through. He's like, uh, what about uh? Whew, okay, not that one. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> right. What about uh? <laughs> Okay, wait. Ooh, okay. I, I wanna oh. I wanna read this one because this one is just Ooh, okay. laughable. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, I didn't see that coming. What about this one? <laughs> All right. I I do want to read this one just because I think this is hilarious. And I don't okay. know how you can write this with a straight face. Okay, there. By the way, at least I'm I, I almost I almost kinda wish I didn't tell you who he was. And I want I, I would like to see if you would have start questioning this list at some point. I maybe not. Unpr- unprompted. I don't know. Okay. But it's hard for me to even hear that name and not just go, oh, my God. Hey, and you've, you've made me smarter from it, so I really appreciate it, buddy. So the next one, and I, I love this one because I don't know how you can, with a straight face, say this. So here we go. America has the kindest, gentlest foreign policy of any great power in world history. How long has the war in Iraq been going on? Uh, too, too long. Too long. <laughs> 15 years. Um yeah, that's hilarious. I mean, I will say this. We have definitely helped out a lot of our our foreign allies. However, we've yeah. also bombed the shit out of a lot of others. And yeah. uh I I, I yeah, I, yeah, that's see that's the thing is he can make claims that we've done a lot of good cuz we have done a lot of good. But it that 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 those claims are are I'd say like um, negated by all the all the negative that's been done and and exponentially negated. Even though, yeah, of course, we've done a lot of great aid, and I I think that in the past, um, um, see, because you brought up Dinesh D'Souza, you ruined a good thing here. I was all ready to have a nice list of things that America does great, and now you're causing me to be like, you know, America's not that great. (laughs) <laughs> this episode's really taking a turn. All right. Well, let me let me change it up for you. What this else does is he from... have? Does he have any more? I like getting angry though. This is fun. Uh, nope. I I, clo- I closed out the tab. Got too sweaty. Got too worried. Closed out the tab. I have I have another one for you. Okay. And um, this would have been better if I um had remembered to bring a beer. But uh, America, I think I think a lot of other countries can learn from America's uh beer. 
from what I've learned, um, America Americans are less restricted because there are a lot of purity rules in in European beers mm-hmm. that kind of limit what you can do with a beer. And within the past 10, 15, 20 years, the craft brewery scene has exploded in America. Oh, for and sure. And you get crazy things like the um, like I would I would imagine some of these imperial IPAs and double IPAs and all the stuff that I've drank, you can't even really do under a lot of the those purity rules that um, that have governed beer for half a half a century at this point five about five hundred years. Right. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. And in some places, maybe even Belgium, maybe even longer than that, depending on the beer you're drinking. Right. Germany um, too. And so I think that um, hey, hey, over there in Europe, loosen up your coll- collar a little bit. Get a little crazy. See what you can do with some other ingredients. And uh, it, it, much like the, the struggle that you seem to have in, in, in the Czech Republic, it doesn't seem like there's much variation in, in options. I would agree with that, for sure. And, and I, I can go to my local, any local beer store and just stare in a fridge for hours, not hours, that's ridiculous, for minutes and, and, and you know, see just a wide variety of colors and flavors. and Right. And, for sure. And whatnot. And I think that's cool. I like that. Another one I want to ask you about. Mm-hmm. Guitars. I mean, America is, unless you're talking strict, like, handmade classical guitars, America is for sure the place to go for some of the highest quality guitars. You have makers like Gibson, Fender, Martin, Taylor, and Paul Reed Smith, all from the United States. Have you heard of Epiphone? Also, actually, I have a bunch of Epiphone guitars. I'm, I'm a okay, little bummed so I didn't mention that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I really like Epiphone. Epiphone okay. is actually now a sister company of Gibson, though. Okay. So Gibson bought the them man. out. See, that's part of this. That's America right there. That is true. <laughs> that is true. But they I, do that I, everywhere. Though. I, have to say, I have to say, though, like the, the thing is um, most of the guitars I own, because I'm not, uh, uh, I'm not a millionaire, most of my guitars have been built overseas. Um, but if you buy an American-made guitar, at least the word on the street is the quality of parts is better, the quality of craftsmanship is better. Of course, you pay a lot uh, more. So, for so example, can... I can buy... So, I have a Fender Telecaster and a Fender mm-hmm. Stratocaster, two of my favorite electric guitars, and both of them were made in Mexico. Telecaster and Stratocaster, two different guitars. Yes, yes. Okay. They're basically different body shapes, and then the sound is slightly different. But they're both okay. made by the company Fender. And Fender has uh, a plant in Mexico. They used to have a plant in Japan. I'm not sure if they still do. But I know in the 80s and 90s, there were a lot of what they call MIJ, made in Japan. And then MIM is made in Mexico. But so, for example, if I were to buy a new made in Mexico Stratocaster or Telecaster, it cost me probably about $500. Mm-hmm. If I bought a brand new made in American Telecaster or, tel- uh, uh, Telecaster or Stratocaster, would cost me upwards of a thousand dollars. Wow! So you're paying so double just to get it made in America. Can is there a can? Have you ever uh, held, handled any of these made in America guitars? Oh yeah, I've played a lot of them, and they play great. They sound you, can great. You, can you tell like a quality difference? If say if you have you gone like Fender Mex, Mex, Mexican made Fender Telecaster straight to an American, not straight to, but then played an American I Telecaster mean, and been like, oh yeah, I see where that extra thousand dollars or five hundred dollars is going i mean i think the difference is that the the little details are higher quality 
So, okay. the, so the smaller metallic parts, your your volume right. knobs, your uh, your bridge, and your saddle where your strings sit um, is usually slightly higher quality. The pickups where that's where the sound is brought through your guitar is usually also much higher quality. Um, but the thing is, like, I I just can't justify paying double for it when I could right. probably switch out some of those parts over time and mm-hmm. still save. I still wouldn't have to pay double. Right. You know, if I swapped out the 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 electronics and the other hardware, I would guess it cost me around two to three hundred dollars. I'm still three hundred dollars under what I would pay for a made in American. If I had the money though, I would only buy made in Americans, but right now I don't. And the thing about that and the thing about that is it's almost kind of like a false like they're adding a false level of of um like a false they're 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 the ones making um like the American ones sound so that special because that mm-hmm. that American guitar could easily be made in Mexico or Japan if they had if they just gave them those materials you know like right like so so like the 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 whole idea of made in America is almost kind of an illusion it's like yeah it's better because it's made in America it's just we just happen to to choose to use slightly better quality parts in America and then give slightly lower quality parts to the manufacturers. In other countries. Right. And I've heard at least the workmanship of uh, older Fender guitars that were made in Japan. I've heard the workmanship is really, really good. So, yeah, it's really hard to say. I think the reason why I would buy a Made in America Stratocaster or Telecaster in the future if I had the money is actually not because it's necessarily double in terms of quality. Even though it's double the price, the quality Mm -hmm. might not be twice as good. But you are paying for that American worker. Right. And I it's... like supporting my fellow Americans. Okay. Okay. That's that's good. That's good. You drive an American car. You I do. <laughs> uh yeah, I okay. I thought you were gonna say there is something like like the authenticity of this classically American guitar being made in a in, in America. I mean that the... would be Go ahead. No, that was, I was going to say, that would be, that was going to be my guess. Right. And, and the thing is like nowadays, I mean, unless you buy like a legitimate handmade custom built guitar, most of the guitars nowadays are, are made on a factory line and you could produce them anywhere in the world and the quality will still be fairly decent. Um, Right. So that's why, especially for Fender, I mean, Fender guitars were some of the first kind of factory line guitars i mean started in in america started in i believe california um but the thing is like you you pay half the labor in mexico or half the labor in japan you can still get really good quality i don't think you pay half the labor in japan but maybe not but but at least you won't pay the same amount of price at the end for the product Um, right but you know the the funny thing about that is there's a there's a company of guitar strings i will only buy for electric guitar and most acoustic guitars ghs because they're made in Michigan. They're made in Battle Creek, Michigan. Oh, cool. And I've played nice. other strings. The tones sound good from other strings. I don't know if it's necessarily better with GHS or not, but um, I just like supporting my fellow Michiganders. It feels good to buy a product knowing I'm helping out my brothers and sisters in Michigan. Yeah. No, I, I, know, I, I know what you mean. I like that feeling. I would say one freedom I'm, I, I think a lot of Americans are glad we don't have is the freedom to smoke anywhere. That's true. Uh, we uh, even for all this freedom talk, we have pretty strict smoking laws mm-hmm. <laughs> as far as where you could smoke. There are a few other countries 
that have strict laws on, on that. Like I would assume, this is just a guess, but I'm going to assume countries like Singapore have very strict laws on where you can smoke, and because I, I know they have strict laws on where you on like where you dispose of that stuff. Okay. Um, that would Singapore make sense. is known for having very strict uh, pol- uh, uh, littering laws. Okay, interesting. Um, so, so, I, but anyway, back to smoking. I, I do like. I mean, anyone that I guess anyone, just about anyone that doesn't smoke, which I assume is more than half the population, likes the fact that there's that you can't smoke in most uh, restaurants. I would agree. Uh, there are a few remaining that you can smoke in, but those are anomalies. And in general, um, you can't uh, you can't smoke in in um, in restaurants, and 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 it's nice. The air is clean. It's uh <laughs> not hazy. You don't have to dip your clothes in uh, peroxide when you get home. <laughs> right. Exactly. I agree. Is there anything anything else you have that other countries can learn from the United States? Yeah, this one might give me some flack, but I, I'm going to stand by this. This is my final one. Uh, entertainment. We have the best entertainment in the world. I was going to say the same. I also think music as well. Yeah, I'd say... I'd say uh, it, we're we're pioneers on many of the reigning forms of like popular music, whether it be jazz, rock, hip hop. Mm-hmm. All that stuff is 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 purely American. Blues, those are pure, gospel, blues, right? All those country, mm-hmm. all those are purely American forms of entertainment that are uh, now international. You know, our right. Our musicians are world are are internationally known. Not even our musicians. Like you, how often do you hear about like uh, people talking about like oh The Rock, who's a famous actor? For anyone who doesn't know who The Rock is, right? <laughs> Dwayne well, the, the Rock, Rock Johnson, is the, the highest earning uh, actor in, or like Keanu Reeves is the highest earning actor in uh, China or something like that. Right. Where it's like, uh, or like Kevin Hart or something like that. Where it's like the like uh, um, there's a very high very high uh exchange rate on our uh, on our um celebrities right and uh you know our our, our tv our movies are that and, and and people can say that oh we have good stuff coming from our little country that you've never heard of and i'm like yeah i'm sure you do but also all of the like uh, like you're also getting just almost no matter where you are you're getting american television shows on your tv or movies or movies on your TV, whether it be dubbed or or subtitles, right. or you're getting uh, American music somehow. Exactly, and it's it's just infused its way into global global culture, if that is even something that is a thing. Right. I don't. I, know, I, I think don't, it. Will, I think it will become a thing. Because yeah, with I guess globalism. with the internet, it's kind yeah. of it's kind of becoming more of a thing. Right. Absolutely. And the the other two things I wanted to mention that are that are somewhat related to entertainment is I do think we do have some of the best athletes out there. If you look at just sheer Olympic medals, Ooh. I don't know. I mean, I, 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 am not. That's that's that one might get more flack than the entertainment could be, one. Could be, but I think if you look at overall Olympic medals, we usually do very well in the Olympics. Okay. Granted, we do have a huge population, yeah. so that helps. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you're comparing like basketball, <laughs> but even even in the Winter Olympics, we no, did you're really right. well. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, you're you right. Know, um, I, do we have the most? Uh, but I think a lot of that also comes with us having the most diversity. I would agree. I would agree. Because a lot of those people, a lot of those people might be American, but their parents 
come from who knows where you know like like right. like that's but that's one of the benefits of, of us being able to be a country and get all the best people from everywhere else <laughs> exactly and i think a lot of the immigrants that have come to the united states is what really makes us great and the last thing i wanted to mention that i think other countries could learn from the united states is the idea of team spirit you know you don't have college and high school school spirit and team spirit i feel like in other countries the same as you do in the united states yeah, like definitely school not in spirit. schools. Right. Yeah, I'm not a big school spirit fan, but uh, I, I I agree with you on that one. Uh, we 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 definitely are. I mean, it, it, and it works its way up through like everything. Like like you know, there's a lot of nationalism here. There's a lot of there's just a lot of pride here. Mm-hmm. And I think it's school spirit forms, and and uh, it's 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 I like it. It's I, I'm not a fan of it personally, but I like it in theory. Right, and, I, and and it's nice to see people get involved in things together, right? And uh, that 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 group mentality of fun. <laughs> oh, by the way, the U.S. has um, between summer. Oh, this is summer games from eighteen ninety six to twenty sixteen. The United States has two thousand five hundred twenty uh, gold medals. Uh, is it gold medals? Oh no, total medals. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. And Russia has one thousand eight hundred sixty five. Germany has 1,681, and Britain, 847. So there you go. So did that mm-hmm. substantiate my claim? I, your claim has been substantiated. Yes. All right. Nice. <laughs> nice. This, is, this has been promo- promoted from meme news to real news. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. True, pro- uh, to, true progress on the untranslatable Granted, podcast. real news is also me just reading the little blurb at the top of Google. So, <laughs> right. You know, let's let's hope, take that with a grain of salt. So. Right. Let's hope Google's not giving us fake news. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know if they have the ability to pull news from uh, memes. Right. Um, speaking of the music, though, I think this is a great example of of America's involvement in in the music culture because this is a hip hop song from Italy. This song couldn't exist if it wasn't for uh, American hip hop because it is hi- Italian hip hop, which, by the very name of it, has to come after American hip hop. Right. And this guy is apparently an OG in the Italian hip hop game. I think he's been doing it since like the early '90s. Uh, his name is Frankie High. NRG, so Frankie High Energy, but it's H I dash N R G and MC. And the name of the song is, how do you say that? Kelly Che Ben Kelly Pesano? Che ben Pesano, I would guess. Is it Kelly? Kelly Che, probably. Okay. And apparently that means. Um, do you know what that means? No, I don't. I was really happy you were going to say what I meant. <laughs> it means those who write think. I'm not sure what write think means, but I'll read a little bit of the lyrics and maybe we can figure it out. Do you okay. want to do that? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Um, but yeah, I chose him because one, I like the song. He's got a nice little uh, flow. <laughs> He's Italian. I, I I heard of I heard of him because I was looking at our um I was listening to music on our untranslatable song of the pod playlist. And I got to the Cap- Capareza song, and this song was recommended, which makes sense. Capareza, right. Goodbye Melancholia, was an uh, Italian hip-hop song. Right. And uh, this song, I-, I liked it. And so I-, I-, I, um, I-, I decided to do it. And so anyway, those who write think. And Ben, ben Pisano might be a person, might be a slang word of some sort, but it is not just a straight-up word. It's okay. not, it doesn't have a direct translation is what I mean. Nice. Okay. 
Uh, so I'll start at the beginning, because I haven't read, really read these yet. <laughs> uh, they are around us, among us. In many cases, it's us who makes promises. Without ever keeping them other, uh, other than... Wait, without ever keeping them other than out of self-interest, the end is just profit. The means is any one at hand. The stakes are at their highest. The imperative is to win and not let anyone else participate. In the rationale of the game, the only rule is to be sly. No scruples, nor respect towards our fellow human beings. Because the last, uh, will, uh, the last will be last, the first are out of reach. They are many, arrogant towards the weaker ones and bootlickers towards the powerful ones. They are replicants. They all uh, look the same. Look at them. They are behind masks, and you can't tell them apart. Like lizards, they climb. And if, and if then they lose their tail, they buy it new. They do what they want uh, others do. Oh, wait, excuse me. They do what they want to know. Wait, excuse me. They do what they want others to know they do. <laughs> That's an interesting line. They squander their money. And they are what they have. So that's only one verse, but clearly this guy's got an axe to grind, and right. he's coming in hot. This was, I mean, even in, even in English without any sort of flow to it, those were straight bars. Right. Oh, for sure. So, and it sounds great in Italian. Uh, yeah, yeah, he, he, yeah. It's very chill. Like it's, it's not a uh, like it's just a very even keeled kind of chill uh, mm -hmm. rapper. And uh, clearly, he um, seems to be. Uh, Seems to be he seems to have a problem with the uh, upper class. Uh huh. I would and agree. I think it's interesting because not only is this genre an American genre that's been adopted by the world, like like uh, Frankie High Energy MC in Italy, but he, what he's rapping about is also kind of something that you might hear. Like like this could be applied to anywhere. And this song, like if you were to say, "Hey, guess where this song is from?" You could name any number of countries obviously including the united states and so i do like that sort of universal message that even though some countries tend to do a better job at managing greed and not being as greedy and you know americans get the the bad rep for being greedy there's greed everywhere and i think that i like that sort of that sort of angry message that's universal mm. oh i'd <laughs> agree for sure and so shout out to shout out. So uh, that's our song of the pod. Uh, I'll tweet it out. Untranslatable one is our Twitter, and click on that and listen to it, and uh, let us know what you think, or send us your own songs of the pod if if you got them. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Very nice. Well, my uh, check word of our pod today is uh, is a word that uh, I learned uh, a while back, and uh, kind of describes America in a lot of ways. And the word is viborni. Any guesses what that might mean, Jared? Um, greed, it seems too easy. It's not greed. No, it's not greed. L loud? <laughs> it's, po it's positive. You know I'm, I tend to be a positive uh, oh. guy. Oh, happy? Ex Friendly? Excellent. Viborni. Okay, okay. Excellent. Parada. So it's similar to parada. Is it just a uh, different parada? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Viborni. Uh-huh. Exactly. All right, All Jared. Right. Well, I have a treat for you today. I have... Oh. Tried to come up with my own original joke. I love this, by the way, and and I want to keep encouraging you because I feel like the more excitement I show, the more willingness you are, willing you are to. Uh, I, I I want you to uh, explore your creative side, <laughs> <laughs> dig deep. I appreciate it. 
I'm definitely no no stand-up comedian nor a joke writer. Not but, yet. But Not I yet. give him my best. So here we go. How can you tell when there's an American tourist in a restaurant? Hmm. How can you tell? Give it to me. When they sit for five minutes and aren't waited on, and when they chug their drink and wait for their free refill. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think even more than that is it's not even it's I think also the part of the problem is if you ask for another one, the waiter or is is not thinking free re- like that's not even something that crosses their mind. So they'll bring you another one. And it's when you get the bill and you have, you know, six Fantas on there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. You got six Fanta bottles at your table. <laughs> All right, do you have another one? Nope. That was that was oh, okay. it. I only had I only had one for you today. That's okay. I, I think I, I'm happy with one, especially if they're uh, chat originals. That's right. And all the all the other American jokes I found online were just negative. super negative. And of they course. were all it was all the same stuff. It was all Americans are stupid, Americans are fat. I mean the the funniest jokes are negative though. That's also fair. true. That's also true. <laughs> most 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 good comedians don't pull from happy, friendly places. Right. Obviously not, for, for good reason. I love my family. They're the nicest people. <laughs> we, got, we went to get ice cream the other day, and she ordered sprinkles, but she actually got chocolate sprinkles, and she was angry. That's family-friendly comedy right there. I hope neither of us quit our day jobs to try to write family-friendly uh, comedy because we won't get too far. Um, but I'm still going to keep sending out my positivity into, into the universe and see what happens. All right. Uh, but anyways, uh, I would like to end our episode with a quote. And although we don't have any uh, official monarchs or queens, people do refer to this person as Queen yeah, we Bay. Do. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even know that was going to be the quote. <laughs> no, the quote and I, is... And I was about to say, yeah, we do. Her name's Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that, that is our queen, Queen Bay Beyonce Knowles. I did not know that she was about to be the quote. Yes. And the quote is, if everything was Who perfect, that? you would never learn and you would never grow. And I think one of the great things about America is it continues to grow. And hopefully we also continue to learn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. One can only hope... That's for sure. Without yeah, a that's doubt. just nothing. To n- <laughs> Let that sink in, everyone. Really think about that. Exactly. <laughs> I, I figured, you know, a quote Meditate from Beyonce would be would be a fitting quote because I think uh, she means she's a lot an American to a lot of icon Americans. At this point. Absolutely, she's a legend. She's a queen. Yeah, she's a li- yeah. I mean, she's definitely a living legend at this point. Oh, without a doubt. Without a she's doubt. She's only like what thirty five or something, if that. Right. Just old enough to run for presidency. Yeah, I mean, she wasn't making $22 million when she was eight, but, you know, okay. You know, she, she's been doing all right, <laughs> for sure, most definitely. Well, I hope uh, all of our listeners out there have enjoyed this episode about what other countries can learn from the United States. The United States is far from perfect, but I think there are a lot of great and amazing things in the United States, and uh, we really appreciate you for all of your support We would love to hear from you. If you have any messages you'd like to send us, please uh, send them to us at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. Slide into our DMs at untranslatable1 on Twitter. And check out some of our awesome clips and pictures on Instagram at untranslatablepodcast. We really appreciate all of your support and uh, look forward to hearing from you. 
And for us at the Untranslatable Podcast, we said thank you. Until next time, and děkujeme. Yeah.